Hello there, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here on the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic is the season review of Loki. And what a hell of a ride it was. Am I right, guys? Yeah. yeah. I've already forgotten it. Christian Christian. Au revoir, Christian. Loki. We're going to have to talk about your hatred for this. That's, for why, we're gonna ha- that's why we have this episode. Yeah. I hope, I hope I never have to watch you again. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Before we get into our discussion, we've got a little housekeeping. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub. And don't forget to hit the bell to get the notifications for all of our shows, like the Penultimate Game Show, the Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. If you're watching on Twitch and you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out. You know, we'd love it if you give it to us, but... Give us your sub, yeah, please. If, if not, don't worry about it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Ruben, uh, the director of the Penultimate Conquest. Today, my co-hosts are the one, the only, Mr. M- movie Reviewer himself, Christian Macias. Christian, how's it going? It's a hot one today. Oh, yeah. It really but is. You're even hotter. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. That was for the audience, but sure. Oh. <laughs> okay okay all right i take my thank yous back then Jeez. um we also have mr tom hiddleston himself or is this a variant hello how's it going hello um i'm really pleased to be here very excited to discuss my show um glad you liked it um but no i'm not tom hiddleston yeah i know i i think tessa would love me more in that scenario, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, just, you know, I don't look great today and my room looks a mess. So you're, you're going to be looking at Tom Hiddleston today, everyone, instead of me. So, Hey Ruben, what's up? How's it going? How are you? It's good. The AC is my house is fixed now. Thank God. Good. So I'm not sweating a good. lot. Good. It's good. Before we move on. Since since Eric just did that amazing impression of of Tom Hiddleston for us just now, remember last week or two weeks ago I suppose now when I did the intro to our Black Widow episode entirely in this horrible Russian accent. Take me back, dude. Take me back to those days. <laughs> take me back to two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. Take me back to two weeks ago where I was anticipating this great season finale for Loki. Yeah. Absolutely. Whoa, whoa. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some stream and podcast updates. Tonight, I'm continuing my journey into what already is a shit show of a game. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Zelda th- literally pushes you off of the world that you're on in the first five minutes. I don't and- think that's Zelda. It is I've Zelda. never played Skyward Sword. It is, is Zelda. It, it's Zelda. It's, it's, it's Zelda. Zelda. She pushes it's quirky, you off. though. It's cute. No, she pushes you off the ledge and expects your bird. Like, you tell her, like, oh, shit, my bird isn't here. Like, I, I don't have, I don't know where my bird is. And she thinks you're lying. And she's like, oh, I got to go save you because you were probably not lying about your bird. But that's neither here nor there. Um, we also have Tessa continuing her journey in Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil yeah, Village. She may be doing that tomorrow. Yes. Because I know she's done with calculus. Yep. So she I already spoke to her. She said now. she's going to do that tomorrow at yep. 10 o'clock, I think. 
or nine o'clock, whatever. Late streaming. All right. Yeah. Um, we also it. have some shows happening this week. Cross Media Show is tackling. Um, hold on. Let me just pull it up. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. Here. Um, our top five TV shows of all time. Oh shit! Wow, yeah. that is that is a hefty who is topic. On the, who that is, is on the episode. That's a really good question. I don't know. I just thought of it today. So oh, we'll see. That's a yeah. That's, that's a good. That's fun. Yeah. Breaking and Bad is number. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, um, Wednesday we also have uh, the penultimate games show, and we're the topic topic of discussion is going to be what games we're excited for the rest of this year which i think we kind of already did but that doesn't really count you know because now we have a whole list and we have to figure out reviews and stuff it's gonna be great good list yeah it is a good list whoever made that list is handsome mm, yeah and he's tall and he's muscular <laughs> <laughs> he gets and he gets tons of bumble matches anyway hold on okay all right um, this Sunday, 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 we are doing our one year anniversary stream, 12 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. 8, ooh, 12, a, 12 p.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. We will be doing giveaways. We will be doing game streams. We will be doing a shit ton of stuff, guys. So get locked and loaded. 9 a.m. Pacific. 9 a.m. Pacific. My apologies. Oh my god, I gotta teach you time zones again, Riven. It's just like, just get rid of daylight savings. We don't need this shitty contraption of time. It's okay? not just for daylight savings. You know how like sun like comes across the earth mm-hmm. as it rotates. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's gonna hit people at different times. So no, I understand that, but d- daylight savings is what screws me up because. Okay. Because if you think about it, Christian is only in the same time zone as Ryan for like a couple Half months. A year. Yeah, yeah, like what the fuck is this? Like Arizona already outlawed it, so like just get fucking rid of it. We don't need it. Time is just a construct anyway. I learned this year that there's a difference between PST and PDT. Yeah, it's an hour difference. And that has to do with like European time zones compared to ours. It's weird. Complicated. Oh, I did not know that at all. You're gonna get stuff like this on Sunday where we just ramble about stupid stuff. Yeah, I have just a whole hour of time. We also might be doing a new show on Sunday, but we'll see about that. Um, yeah, maybe, oh. maybe I'll get drunk and like order pizza or something. I don't know. Oh shit, that's not really crazy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get drunk. We'll see about that. You have a future kid coming in. You know, you can't yeah. just get <laughs> three months. You can't just get drunk, drunk like that, okay, sir? You have responsibility. Said, we are now. at the three month now. You have we three months until the due date. Good. Good. Entering the third trimester, is that correct? Yeah. Is that how that works? Wow, yeah. that's cool stuff. Good. So, we have some Marvel news to discuss before we get into it. Marvel Studios is creating a mini studio to develop more animated projects. How do we feel about this, Christian? Dude, I was having a conversation with my friend about this. Like, is this good or bad? And I can't really tell, honestly. Because like, this was, came after the news of, I guess, like, off the heels of Loki's final episode. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I am a little bit burnt out of Marvel TV shows. Do I want more? Not necessarily. I think the, like, the movies are where my interest lies. So to get this news, it's like, hmm, more content. But then, like, it leads to interesting 
concepts and like cool cool shows like we're getting what if so i can't i i really can't complain like i'm down for it if if they believe in their like creative endeavors like bring it on okay um what about you eric I have always been of the mindset that animation is the best place to tell stories because you have limitless possibilities of what you can do. You're not confined by any physical space or anything, really. You can literally create whatever the hell you want. So I think this is cool, especially like a small little mini studio making some cool stuff. Don't even have to be long. Just make them like five-minute episodes or something. Ooh. Maybe put it on a YouTube or something like that. Um Marvel YouTube put on Disney Plus like little shorts and stuff like that. I think that could be really neat. Um, yeah, do, cool. Do you, More Marvel stuff. Do you expect this to tie into the MCU? Like, what if, or do you uh, want this to be um, its own thing? I could, I, like well, I mean, obviously, it's, it, obviously, it's going to be MCU stuff if it's Marvel Studios. But I mean, oh, uh, oh, we don't know about that. I mean, I mean, if Marvel Studios is hiring people to do it, but I mean, still, like, you could have fun stuff. Like, here's what happened on, you know. Here's a five-minute thing of M'Baku. Just ha- a day in the life of M'Baku. Mm, break my like back. Yeah. So, uh, stuff like that could be really cool. Like, you don't have to make them this big, giant stories or anything. Just a fun little... The day in the life of somebody. I think that could be fun. So, okay. yeah. I agree. And, yeah, let more creative studio. Like, obviously, it's a Marvel show, but I'm really excited for the Star Wars anime stuff. Like different visions. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, like, do that with Marvel. I have a bunch of different creators. Just make a bunch of cool stuff. So, I just remembered. Oh, sorry, about Ruben. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just remembered something that Ruben said that reminded me that re- really soured my excitement for What If. What's that? I I didn't know What If was gonna. I thought it was like isolated chapters. Each each episode is like something like different. But is apparently they all t- they they all tie together. Like it, it's an, it's a linear narrative. Like they're telling in between epi- like throughout all the episodes, and that it, I guess it is tied to the MCU, like the overall narrative. And that kind of like I was excited for an exploration of like different things. I don't know. See that that's where my interest lies. I don't want this tied to the MCU just because. If it's not tied to the MCU, you could literally do whatever you want, you know? You could finally I, I think... ha- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, no, that's okay. You could finally have a universe where Spider Man actually has Venom as a villain, you know? I'm looking I at I don't think they could legally do that probably. Why not? Marvel stu- Disney has the rights to uh Spider Man car- cartoons as long as they're not more than half an hour long, if I'm not mistaken. This gets complicated. Yeah, bunch of legality stuff. But I think, like, I think hopefully, they, just the- they right now they have a show, the the new Spider-Man show, which is literally um, my nephew is watching it. Um, you talking about the 2017 Spider-Man? I think so. The one with uh, with Drake Bell. I think that might I, it's be a it. Robbie. Robbie Draymond, I think, is yeah, Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They're literally going through a whole list of things that I wouldn't even think of. It's literally into the Spider-Verse if it wasn't a movie. Yeah. Which, uh, I, know, awesome. I mean, the Ultimate Spider-Man did Spider-Verse stuff. But Ultimate Spider-Man saying, did do, and it was yeah. perfect. But like, uh, I Hopefully, like the main overarching thing with the MCU is just the Watcher. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Just have him look at stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that could be neat, because obviously, 
you know, Killmonger saving Tony is not going to be anything that actually happened. But like, oh, this, is, this is a cool thing. I've looked at all these universes just to see what happened after everything cracked. And so hopefully just uh, Uatu, the Watcher, I hope it's just he looks at this like, all right, multiverse is happening. This is all the cool stuff. And not just like stuff within the episodes just carries over into the MCU. I don't want that. Right. I just want like, Uatu just looking at all the branches. I think that could be neat. Yeah, uh, basically, I would like What If to not be a part of the MCU. I know it is, but I would rather the What If... Yeah, Yeah, but I would Mm -hmm. rather the What If series, like, cover a bunch of uh, different Marvel universes, not just the MCU. Right. I mean, we're going to get Marvel Zombies, so that's uh, that'd be cool. Right, but I would like it for it to be, like, What If, you know, Spider-Man, What If... You know, I would want that each show to be its I see, specific. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Cool. That's our that's our next show, right? That that comes out next month. What yes. if comes out in like two weeks? I think August eleventh is the first day. Yeah. That is so soon. Yep. Um. The next Marvel news we have here: Peyton Reed finally confirms Ant Man three has begun the filming, and God, I can't wait. Just to see fucking Paul Rudd on screen again in that suit. Am I per- him and Evangeline Lilly? Like perfect. I like them together. Yeah, they're yeah. perfect. Oh man, what a! P- I have no words. Christian, what do we think what? about this? I mean, uh, you said it. I'm one of those people that really enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp. I like, love it. I wasn't, ex- I wasn't expecting anything crazy out of that movie. Like, I just wanted Paul Rudd having fun, and I got what I wanted. Um, Quantumania, like, might be a bit more serious. And, like, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I- I'm super stoked for it. Next year? Yeah. Quantumania next year? No, 2023, I think. I could be wrong. It's 2023. Yeah. What a, what a fantastic name for a movie. Like, every time I hear Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, I get excited. Yeah. I do think that, you know, I did have problems with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, the villain wasn't as strong, but, like, the chemistry between the two, Evangeline Lilly and, and Paul Rudd, were just perfect. Um, Eric, any thoughts on this? Uh, I'm excited. I'm glad he has the bunny from Ant-Man in the first set photo. The ugly one he got for Cass. I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, I... I hope it's more Ant Man than Ant Man and the Wasp because I prefer Ant Man. Uh, I like that. I think that film is stronger uh, than Ant Man and the Wasp. I love Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. It's a fun time. Yeah. Um, but um, I I'm excited. Like I, I since we're talking about names, I'm so glad. Just to, I don't want to say content because it's so. I hope I'm glad that we've gotten away from like this whole thing of naming things or, or it'd be like Ant Man three. Or something like that. So I'm right. glad that we moved away and we're like Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumania. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is fine because you have that volume right in front of it. So, like, volume yeah. three. I like that. So, yeah, it's a cool name. I'm really excited. Um, I hope it gets really weird. Because um, Kang is going to be in this. So, I hope... But I hope it stays grounded because the, the important thing about that's show i think is um paul rudd or excuse me scott and cassie yeah i think that's the crux of the all the movies and i know she's gonna be um i forget what her name is 
She's going to have some type of powers, I think, in right. this movie. Which brings me to my question. Do we think that she's going to be essentially being trained like Hawkeye is doing with Kate Bishop? Maybe. I mean, Paul Rudd doesn't age, so he can do this forever. So it's fine. Okay. All right. So I'm saying, is she like being already being trained or is she going to be like the introduction? Maybe. Okay. It could be like an be a young thing. Avenger. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Fuck. Maybe she could be like, you know... Um, the first one? Yeah. The leader. Because I was thinking, like, she could be able to... Wait, no, we already have Janet. We already have Hope, so... Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, last Marvel news we have here is, according to a stunt double listing on IMDb... Brie Larson will make her third MCU appearance as Captain Marvel in two episodes of Ms. Marvel. The show is confirmed to premiere this year. Is this really news? We, I thought we knew that. This came out 20... I, I don't know. I saw a tweet from 20 hours ago about this. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the movie. I'm thinking of the movie. Yes. The movie is going to have Kamala Khan. The movie is also yeah. going to have Captain Marvel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Are you you're thinking uh, of like, the Marvels? Yes. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is the show. I mean, you know, let's hope Brie Larson brings her acting chops that she didn't bring. When doesn't she? Captain Mar- uh, Captain Marvel. That was... Oh, okay. That's <laughs> that'll be a discussion when we get to the Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think, it, I hope, hopefully for me, like Brie Larson, I know is super talented and stuff. I just hope that Captain Marvel was kind of like the Assassin's Creed 1. Or like Assassin's Creed Two, or the Marbles, or whatever she's in. She like it's way better because uh, I know she can do it. I mean, she's Brie Larson. She she's won an Oscar. Obviously, she can act. I think maybe just the, we'll get into that. The writing of that movie was not very solid, so maybe she couldn't shine that much well. But yeah, this is cool. It makes sense for her to show up in Miss Marvel. Like maybe at the end, maybe help her out with something. So yeah. cool, mm-hmm. cool. All right, here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> discussing Loki season one. Am I going to be the arbitrator for this right here for you two? No, I mean, what, what does that mean? Yeah, no, you're both like Christian. Obviously, you're not very fond of Loki season one. Ruben, well, okay. you're very fond of season one. Well, again, I, not really fond <laughs> of season one is just like King uh, that that gotcha. made it for me. I think Ruben is higher on the show than I am, right? Which is weird because I was very low on the show to begin with. Like, I didn't expect to like this show. Yeah, exactly. I didn't expect to like this show once they... Like, I hate the intro. I hate the logo. It... God, it Wait, what? The logo... The the intro slaps. Nah, I don't like it. With that music? I don't like it. It's really good with the, deal, especially deal, with like the, the design of, of the like the Loki letters like switching. I think that's awesome. Uh, it reminds me too much of uh, X Files. The music reminds is me. Is that a much. bad thing? No, no, no. It, 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 it's not a bad thing, but it feels like they're kind of ripping it off. You know, like in in Kevin Feige, we trust. You know, but. Did you just do the symbol? I did. No, no, no. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I was reaching for my water. I was reaching for my water. Um, but yes. What was the symbol? Uh, the sign of the cross. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you did that after you said it. Like, you so like, no, okay. No, no, no. But, you know, what if we did, you know? Marvel. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, I just instead of all men, it's X Men. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, Christian, what's your what's your gripes with the show? Oh, where to begin, Ruben? Where so let's go. No, okay, I'll, I'll, I won't rant because I was thinking about this in the shower, and I was. Just I mean, like, it was you a, can rant. A long... We haven't seen no, no, this in a while. I'm excited, be... I'm excited to hear this. Like, I don't want this to be like a, a me talking to you about like why I think it's bad. I want this to be like a discussion of here are the things that I didn't like, and maybe you guys read them differently, and we can come to some kind of like maybe I'll be higher in the show. I don't know. Anyway, what I don't like about Loki, okay, for me, and I tweeted about this, is that I didn't feel the show was as much of an isolated story as much as the previous two. So, like, whoa, Christian, what do you mean by that? Glad you asked. If, if you were to, like, condense the thesis of these shows, with WandaVision, it's about grief. Yes. With the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's about identity. What is Loki about? And I can't... Yes, perfect. Loki is about becoming a better person. Is it though? Because yeah. Sylvie reject Sylvie rejects that. We're we're talking about Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Sylvie rejects it. You want to know why Sylvie rejects it? Because she has mm-hmm. lived by herself in fear of being held hostage by the TVA and being pruned. But Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, wants to be a better person after he's seen the shit show that is his. The rest of his life, he's seen that, and he wants to be a better person. So, the end of this show, it makes me realize, oh shit, he actually did change. And, you know, not like what he did in, you know, Thor Ragnarok. This actually made me see change in him. And this is good, because I agree with you. But it's also something that we have already established before with Loki in just a, like a movie prior to this that we know that Loki has the propensities for change. What I thought was going to be interesting is that let's see Loki influencing another Loki to have this similar propensity for change. And that leads to another problem, which I think is like the feminist reading of Loki that I won't really get into because I haven't like studied that much about it. But like you get to the big problem is that Sylvie's like change stems from a person who's herself that is actually a man um right so there's already issues there uh but then she doesn't change so then there's the question of is she a dynamic character and then all this together which is like a little bit messy and like granted sylvie and, and tom Middleton's performance what's her, uh, what's her name d martino yeah, um, fantastic performances like great charisma and relationships between the two i absolutely love that it's like the actual narrative like their arc isn't didn't satisfy me or was i going with this oh all this to say that if you were to distill what what loki is about i would i guess you would probably have to argue aside from just change which i agree with ruben is that it's about the multiverse and that kind of gets away from where i would have loved to see the heart of the show lie and which is tell an isolated story about characters and growth and change and instead it's like let's gear you up for the rest of the mcu slate of movies that are coming out and that for that reason this is why it ranks lower than the other shows okay eric grant hi do you have anything to add to this uh like what christian said or like my own stuff what christian said your own stuff whatever okay 
I want to uh, your own stuff. I think, like, from the beginning of this, I was very high on the show because, you know, they said they had the mystery crime element to it. And I was like, oh, that's stuff I wanted to see. And, of course, like, the, the trailers had, like, the Doctor Who vibe. You know, they're stepping through and going through different times and stuff. So I was really excited about this. Um, obviously, having Tom Hiddleston back, like, he's so charismatic and everything he does. Um, I still stand by the fact that the first episode is my favorite single episode of any of the MCU TV shows so far, especially the conversation that uh, Mobius has with Loki about what makes Loki tick and like, you're born to make other people great. Um, why do you hurt people? Like I thought that whole thing was fantastic. Um, and then the episodes two through four is when the show starts to kind of lose me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, especially episode three, uh, which obviously I think it was important for them to have the episode where they show Loki and Sylvie like talking to one another. And I thought that was, that was really important. Uh, but it did like the pacing with that was way off. Like you have like this, all right, we got to go find apocalypses. And like, you have this big giant epic stuff when they're in a hurricane and then we switch, and then, you know, the planet's collapsing and dying, but let's talk about some stuff. And then they immediately hit it off. I'm like, okay, that's... And what I've talked about before, it's hard to tell this complete story that we're trying to do in six episodes. It's really tough. You got a lot to do in such a short amount of time. And I think the middle of this show, like like I said, episodes two through four, was really weak. Probably the weakest run of episodes throughout all the shows. Um, episode five was good. I liked all the other Lokis. Obviously, I like Richard E. Grant and everything he does. So uh, he was great. Episode six really stuck the landing for me. I thought it was really good. Just like the whole conversation. Like, I liked that the whole sh- episode was just them talking. Like it, it. I know it was a vehicle for, like Christian said, it was a vehicle for the multiverse. But I did appreciate that it was like, look, you can believe me or not. The choice is yours. And so, like, we just sit here and, you know, we have, like, an intense sword fight between Loki and Sylvie. But it was mainly, like, come on, you got to trust me. No, I don't trust you and stuff like that. Stuff right. I've been trying to fight the whole show. Um, so, I think this, this show was, like, a real roller coaster for me where, like, I'm really high on the beginning and the ending of this show. But, like, the middle is just, eh. It was, it was kind of weak. I agree. Hmm. I like I said before, I, I have no expectations for this show to reel me in until they brought up the multiverse stuff. Like we all know my Spider Man theory. I'm not gonna go into it. I'm just saying it brought me hope that the multiverse was introduced and we had a clear understanding of how the multiverse works. We have a clear understanding of why he who remains is there and what is happening after he gets killed. Like it's not just like the multiverse isn't just happening just because shits and giggles like the multiverse. There was, um, what's the words I'm looking for? There was an action and now these are the consequences that we have to deal with. Consequences as opposed to, Oh shit, this is just let's just put this in there for a movie, you know? Mm. Like I'm very glad that the Doctor uh Doctor Strange, I was going to say Doctor Who. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness has this last episode of Loki just so they don't have to go into it even further 
like make that movie longer and convoluted than it already is probably going to be. But that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. I I see what you're saying. I I like the fact kind of you're kind of right there. It's fun that the whole multiverse war, multiverse stuff is starting because Sylvie wanted revenge on mm-hmm. her life. I thought that was really cool. It made it kind of really personal. Like she didn't really care about all the consequences of this. Like she wanted to kind of take control of her life back, and I thought that was really cool uh, and neat for her. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see where we go here. We should. Um, but I, I do think Christian was kind of right. Uh, I didn't really. I got some stuff about self love in this kind of with Loki, like literally like. You know, kind of talking to himself or a variation of him. But, yeah, Christian's right. There's no real identity for this show. Yeah. It was a fun ride. I enjoyed the ride. Um, it was cool to do. Uh, but, yeah, it definitely was a vehicle uh, for multiverse stuff. So, and that, that's not, I'm not putting down on that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. But, uh, but yeah, Christ, Christian is right. Yeah. And this, it's not to say it's not there, because I, I certainly think it is there. It's just harder to kind of tease out. It's not as easily identifiable as the other shows. Yeah. Right? But th- that said, you do, you do, we did, Ruben brought up Kang, or I guess a variant of Kang, he who, he who remains. Like, Jonathan Majors aside, because, God, I love Jonathan Majors. Let's continue the campaign to make him the next Kal-El, please. I, I don't know. Like I like I aside from being a great performance, I was not intimidated by the possibility of like, oh my god, King the Conqueror is is coming. I, I just didn't feel that same level of threat that I did with like the tension that was there and the fear of God when like Thanos is coming. I did not feel that at all, and like that just left me with like, okay, well, Loki I, season two is coming. For me, I didn't feel fear or or you know like. The intensity that Thanos brought, I felt like, holy shit, like the words that are coming out of his mouth are insane. Like he looks crazy. Like he's talking about a multiversal war against himself. Like, but all these, you know, variant, not variants, all these, yeah, variants of himself. And like, he had to, kill a bunch of himself in order to preserve his timeline which for a guy that thinks about like time travel a lot <laughs> um and also like aliens and all that mumbo jumbo like this was like cocaine to me like all this stuff that he <laughs> was talking I'm like yes let's do it man let's freaking do it so I guess it, it all depends on what you're looking for for the MCU. Like, Christian. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, me, I'm looking for, yes, I do want character growth for all the characters, but I also want, like, crazy fucking time travel shit and multidimensional wars. Because that stuff is cool, right? Like, it's just yeah. generally cool. Yeah. It makes me feel like it, like a kid watching cartoons and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I want to disagree with you there. My issue is just, like, when we start getting away from these, like, isolated stories and, I guess, like, less identifiable themes and kind of, like, weird pacing. Right. It's like, in, in service of, like, the overarching plot, then it's like, all right, Marvel, come on. Like, don't, you're losing me. I do agree that I do, I would have preferred this show to be um, the crime drama that we were. Mm-hmm. Yes. If it was just a crime drama of, like, Loki catching other Lokis or the biggest 
baddest Loki, that would have been cool. Um, but I, re- I, I don't, that's weird. Eric didn't like episode two. I think that was my favorite episode of the show. I thought ep- that was way too early. You know, I would have preferred that to be episode five, but then episode three was like such a letdown. I just like seeing Mobius and Loki work together. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I would have liked that to be more like more true detective than what we got. You know, sure. I I don't I don't think the show like that first episode is so because you have no idea what the hell's going on. Um, You got um, Tara Strong telling us about the multiversal war through like a Jurassic Park video, which was weird. (laughs) It's weird, and I'm like, what? And then you have the episode one, like, how do I know if I'm a robot or not? It's like, oh, my God, what's happening right now? (laughs) This is strange. And so I don't think that show ever got back to that strangeness. Yeah. Um, I think it, uh, because I think you're right there. um, Having maybe them chase Sylvie throughout the whole season, at the end she reveals stuff like that i thought that would have been neater uh, in service to the show because um yeah it's just it, we have to get to the end is what i felt like this whole time there were fun stops Dude. along the way i'm so glad you said this i was reading i forget where it was i think it was some kind of article someone shared about marvel like the way they um go about like getting directors and stuff yeah. Um, and this was specifically about Black Widow, but I think I'm sure it applies to some degree here to Loki is that like Feige or like, you know, the studio heads will already have um, like an idea or like um, a climax ready to go before the like movie or show is even written. This is the case with Black Widow. Like I said, like they already knew what the final fight sequence was going to look like. And that's I'm referring to like Black Widow falling down with Taskmaster Taskmaster. Yeah. Um, and so the directors have a hard time having to write around that or to get to that point, which is why sometimes movies suffer, where it's like, oh, we just got to the end and like, here's this big climax. Um, like, I'm wondering how much Catherine... Oh, shoot, not Catherine Hahn. Do you remember Karen Hahn, maybe? No. Kate Heron, no. I think Kate is her name. Heron. Yeah, I'm wondering how much trouble she maybe had in trying to well, write did... Loki. If she was trying to get to, to like, X point about Kang, I don't know. She did say, uh, one, she's not coming back for season two. And also that she did not collaborate with any other directors on the story. So I think she just... I don't know how to put this. I, I guess she just did her own thing. Right, but the studio, uh, she's not working with other directors, but the studio, I'm sure, was like, all right, you need to get to this point to introduce the multiverse. Right, which I think anything before that is completely up to you, you know? Mm. Yeah, there's probably more freedom with TV shows than films, I'm sure. Right. What do we do? I don't know. I like how, like, James Gunn, I do like how James Gunn, like he kind of had control over the guardians, so whenever like Infinity War and stuff, he was there. Like, hey, this is what they would do in this scenario. Um, I thought it would have been cool to maybe Loki going forward. Kate Heron would be there to be like, hey, this is what Loki would kind of do in the scenario. But, um, yeah, it's just the problem. Even though we love Marvel, I mean, they are a studio. They're going to be run by studio heads like Kevin mm-hmm. Feige. It's great. He's brought us a lot of fun, good stuff over the years. But at the end of the day, they're still a studio. 
Right. Um, so you wonder how much studio influence this had over this show. And, um, but the in- most interesting thing about it is we have a season two. Yeah. So, oh, I know. I think that's interesting because while the other ones were kind of, this is it. Like, I don't think we're going to be yeah. getting. We're not going to be getting another WandaVision. We're not going to be getting another Falcon Winter Soldier. I think that's. I think that's what's interesting about it. It's like, where do we go from here? Um. So, if that's how these characters live, Loki and Sylvie through this TV show, I'm fine with that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, we'll we'll just we'll see. It's just speculation at this point. We have no idea what's going to happen. Well, I will say, I fucking called it, guys. What would you call? Loki was going to get backstabbed by Sylvie and it wasn't the big well, bad an older Loki didn't get backstabbed by Sylvie no but however I do think that season two let's talk about season two what are our expectations for season two what do we think the story is going to go for there for me I think you know the first episode Loki's going to try to get back to his own uh TVA and him and Mobius are going to restructure the TVA and let everybody know, yeah, you're a variant. Like, if you want to go home, that's cool, you know, but some shit's going to have to go Mm -hmm. down. We're going to have to prune either you or the other guy, so we'll see about that. Or, uh, you know, after they get into all that nitty-gritty stuff, they're going to start hunting again Sylvie to see, like, the fuck did you do this for like you made this mess you have to fix it help us fix it i think you're onto something with the second part because i think loki didn't just set up ant-man but it probably also set up events for doctor strange and uh multiverse of madness yep which i think tom middleson might be in is that correct that we don't know like yeah we've i've was telling eric last week I've, i've been seeing a bunch of fan uh posters of Doctor Strange, Wanda and Loki. Yeah. Together. Kick it out and taking names in the multiverse of madness. So Yeah, if Loki is in a response to the events that happen in Ant Man and or Doctor Strange, then it'll for sure be um dealing with uh Sylvie on the run, maybe even like causing chaos and yeah. like continuing to exacerbate the some kind of other dimension universe whatever mm-hmm. having to like deal with those consequences i would love like a season focused on sylvie like I, I just i love like that character is really interesting to me and i think she deserves um more like fleshed out screen time and, and more of a narrative um i mean it's hard to do when tom hiddleston is like so good at what he does so right yeah i, I don't know eric thought uh you, you kind of like how I start want the show to start is definitely he's in this new timeline. He's trying to get back. Um, and I don't know. I, I think I honestly don't know. I'm kind of speechless here. I don't know how season two is going to go because you have all this other stuff coming along. I don't know when we're going to get a season, when season two is going to happen. When does it mm-hmm. fall? Does it fall, you know, Next year, after we have Multiverse of Madness and all that stuff, does it fall in 2023 after Guardians 3? Who knows? Um, so, I I will say this. I, I, I agree with Christian. I hope there is a centralized focus 
all season two, um, rather than just being a puzzle piece. Um, I hope it is its own thing because that's what kind of makes WandaVision so special. Like it was its own thing. Like obvious what the important thing about WandaVision was Wanda figured out who she was. And that's the important thing, like going forward, that's the ties to the MCU right there. That's how Mm -hmm. Wanda is where she's at right now. Um, And like Sam is cap now. So that that's the tie to the MCU. And so I think the problem was we saw the end of Loki's arc kind of in infinity war. He's dead. So now it's like, we have a new Loki we have to follow. So I have no idea where that's going to go. Um, and so I'm kind of rambling on at this point, but I just, I hope it's neat. I hope it, I hope it has an identity. That's, that's all I ask. Um, and be cool. And more Owen Wilson, more Owen Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. So I also want to, my thoughts are going to be like Sylvie is the main Loki. I know I said, you know, my previous theory was that, Tom Hiddleston's Loki was going to die, but I'm going to update that. Tom Hiddleston is going to become the head of the TVA with uh, Mobius, and he's just going to stay as part of the TVA. Like, anything that has to deal with time travel that fucks up the, the uh, sacred timeline, you'll see him pop up instead of just... You know, anything big picture, like Doctor Strange fucking up a timeline, he's going to be visited by Loki. But I think Sylvie is going to become the main Loki, up to her sinister tricks, her mischief shit. And so you hope stuff. Tom Hiddleston stays pretty low-key in the rest of the MCU? Oh my god. Yes. Yes. I it's do. official. I have made a Google Doc titled Ruben's Predictions, and I can't wait to prove all of these are wrong. I, I also think, I also, wait, 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 some money. Hold on. I also think we will see Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Oh, like an expert on Kang? Just them dealing with the TVA. Okay. In Ant-Man... Let's do Ant-Man 3. Okay. Okay. You want to hear a hot take? Yeah. I don't think any of the MCU shows have been as good as The Mandalorian. And The Mandalorian is just like basic wow. good. Wow. Really? It's weird because you were so you were so high on WandaVision. No, no. Falcon Winter Soldier. Like maybe that might be the exception. Like I really like that show. It is so good. Huh. I don't know. I think you were you sounded pretty high on WandaVision up until the end there. Where I you liked that they were going into her grief. Uh, Eric's gotta say something. Go ahead. He's Eric. got some thoughts. I I I could feel it. I think he's alright, he has a point here. Let me let me let me get to this. I would take WandaVision over Mando season one. I I think sure. for me personally, I think WandaVision and Mando season two are pretty neck and neck for me. Um, take, but the problem is, uh, the problem is the last episode of WandaVision only has really good parts, but the whole thing is not great. Right. Whereas Ooh, Mando no. season two is just 
exceptional all the way through. I think Mando's Discourse. Mando's season two finale ranks up with Loki's season one finale. Ooh, You're shitting me. Mando's season two finale is is uh, pretty fucking hype, and this also Mando gives me season, so much hype. Mando's season two finale is oh my god is probably the best Disney Plus episode of any Disney Plus show so far. Mando's season two finale. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just putting it I, out there. I. I think I just I vibe so much, obviously, with WandaVision's just telling of the story through obviously paying homage to television history. I thought that was really good, and just Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. But I, I, he's right. I would take Mando's season two by a hair (laughs) over um, the MCU show so far. One of my favorite things about Eric is how ride or die he is for WandaVision. Like, I, I love WandaVision. It. It's yeah. so good. It's, like, so it's still, good. It's still my favorite MCU show by a country mile. So, um, And that's only because just, of Vishon. Vishon! You can't see it right now, but I'm doing the Vishon pose. Uh, so, uh, no, I thought it was really good. Just like the story of grief. And it was nice to, you know, have badass women lead in MCU. And, uh, you know, it's it's great. You know, Falcon Winter Soldier was great up until the season finale when it just went Dropped off the rails the for me. And I, yeah. I, man, if it ended at like season five and like it ends with him being Captain America and all the other stuff, like him saving the day, not hey, let's throw Bucky out the window here. I think Falcon Winter Soldier has a strong case for me, but yeah, uh, yeah Mando season two by a hair over. All the MCU shows. Okay, I am I am this close to posting a picture of Cholo Loki on main right now. I'm this close. Do we expect to see Sylvie in Thor: Love and Thunder? No, no, no. Do we nope. expect no. to see Loki in Thor: Love and Thunder? No, nope. Okay, I think Loki's. Loki is going to be on MCU TV now. Like that's where he's going to be, like in the shadows. I think Loki is done with the movies. He may pop up in Doctor Strange. I think that's about it. I think Loki can shine in the TV shows. But why don't you think that Sylvie is going to be popping up in Thor: Love and Thunder? Because like that's that's already a big story right there. We got Jane Foster being the mighty Thor. Like there's already a bunch there to deal with. Like we have no idea where Thor, what place Thor is going to be in throughout all this. Um, and especially you also have the guardians in that. That's way too much to throw Sylvie in there too. Not even as a post credit scene where they. I meet. think it could be cool. See, so do this now. I'm thinking it'd be cool to like have <laughs> to have Tom Hiddleston show up in Thor: Love and Thunder and kind of like surprise Chris Hemsworth. But that's that'd be too much to be like brother. But I think I that's, think that's too much. We watched him die on yeah. screen last time. That's yeah, what, that's what, like that. May I don't know. Now Ruben's got me all hyped up and stuff. Just thinking about just, all these things. Just I, listen I want, to this. I don't want him in it. Listen to this. Listen to this. Post credit scene. Let's set the let's set the scene. You know, okay. Chris Hemsworth is still Thor. You know, we he's, see he's, we okay. see wait uh huh we see one of those TVA doors pop up right. Uh-huh. Sylvie walks out, and she says, "Your brother's alive." Boom. I think that'd be too much. 
from Thor. He's been through so much. Uh, so then that would make Thor would be in Loki season two by by your no logic. No. What, why would then what what would be the point? <laughs> because I, I you know just uh, for shits and giggles. Also, I don't think you know you could put a TV show in between Loki season one and Thor Love and Thunder. She's the, working for Kang now. The who who is Sylvie at the end of season two? Oh my god, guys! Like I, I'm fucking. What giving out gold. I'll write it down. Giving out gold. Hold on. Let me look, let me look how old is Chris Hemsworth. The time between Loki season... Like 33, 34? Is he really? He is 37. He will be 38 oh. next month. So he's probably not going to be doing Thor for... Really? Because we also said... We, I don't think so. I think he's in it for the long, long run. Because he also said, I'll be in as many Marvel movies as you want. Just like Tom Hiddleston. But like, then you run to like a Hugh Jackman thing where it's like he cannot keep trying to look yeah. like Wolverine anymore. Yeah, but he's and Australian. Have you seen how so big Thor looks? And this he's Australian. It's fine. We'll get like five more Thor appearances. Like, I think, I, I think it's time that we start venturing to the new MCU. How old is Natalie Portman? 40? In her forties. I think she just turned forty. Yeah. So, what do you expect this? What do you expect to happen? In Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm not expecting her to be, you know, the Thor in the MCU going forward, but I expect her to be part of it. Like she's not going to be. I don't think she's going to be like when the Avengers team up. I don't think she's going to show up. I think she's just going to exist in here. Yeah, Kate um, Blanchett didn't need to be buff to be strong. Now it is Natalie Portman. Yeah. Right. So it's just we'll see how it goes. This is why this is so fun. Like we've had the MCU. So far for the Infinity Saga, we kind of had an idea where things were going to go. I have no idea where this shit's going to go. It's great at all, and that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah, like Shang Shang Chi. I have Woo! no idea what the fuck they're going to do with that. Like that's what's so interesting about it. just because you know how awesome this movie is going to be and how awesome it's going to. I think it's going to have the wonderful, good amount of representation like Black Panther did. For you know, movies going forward, this is what this movie is going to do going forward for uh, Asian community, and I think that's great. And so I have, but I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea what like does this take place before Infinity War? Or are we before. still in like a multiverse, multiverse, multiverse thing? I, I have no idea. Like, and after it, I what's he going to do? Is he going to have the Ten Rings going forward? I just have no idea. We'll find out. Um. But where's my damn Spider-Man trailer? It's an oh, happening soon. It's an, I'm telling you, Christian, I don't know if you were here for that episode, but it's going to happen for Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. When does that movie come out? Like, that's October. That's way too late, that's dude. September. If I it's September late September. September 24th. Like, that's way too late. I think, um, listen. Get your motion picture. I think, yes, because that's the only way people are going to go see this movie. People are going to go see Venom. Dude, oh. do you know how much money you Venom think, made? No, no, no. Yeah, but like... It's Venom. People have you go seen see that it. trailer? Yeah. Ugh. Did you see the trailer for the first one? People still Ugh. went out in droves. Oh, Venom is a very popular character, man. It is, but it's just not a very good movie. That doesn't mean shit, man. It does. Anyway, do you think they made Christian, Venom 2 just because it was Christian, received Christian, terribly? I think this is going to be a tenant trailer situation 
where the only way you could see this trailer is if you go watch Venom, Let There Be Carnage. That's that's an IMAX thing. That's not a movie thing that they do. Like oh. like they showed Dune, do the Dune teaser with the the Tenet IMAX showing, but not for Tenet showings that are like regular oh, screenings. Fuck, I saw that in Dolby. Yeah. I didn't see Dune. I got my, I got my Jurassic uh, New Jurassic World before F nine. So, which apparently was too long, from what I heard. It was like nine minutes. I mean, it was just dinosaurs. It could have been oh, not that long. Nine minutes. Yeah, that's what pretty much all the IMAX is. I remember, like, before, was it Man of Steel? I got the uh, Star Trek Into Darkness thing, I think it was, or something. I saw Star Trek Into Darkness before something, and that was like a nine-minute thing. I haven't seen an IMAX movie in so long. Dude, IMAX is where it's at. They do it. No, Dolby Vision. Dolby Atmos is where it's at. Dolby Atmos is good for a second viewing. Really? Well, IMAX for the first viewing. Is, is, yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna take your word on that because IMAX. you, you watch. I only movies. say that because they do. The IMAX has a lot of like exclusive deals for like different trailers, and then you get like obviously more screen for like movies that are shot in IMAX. So it's cool to see that for the first time, okay. and then get the audio experience for the second time. Okay, you're gonna want to see Eternals in IMAX because it was shot with IMAX in mind. Okay, mm-hmm. no, I know, mm-hmm. no, I know. I didn't know that. I thought Atmos was the place to be. Yeah, for good sound. For excuse me, for great sound. Well, no, like the the perfect experience, you know. But I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I'm, IMAX is great. I guess I how I saw the Escape Room Two trailer for the first time through IMAX. With that You're being me. said, where do we think Ravona goes? The least, the character that got fucked by this story, the least, the most. Where do we think she goes? She's gonna go find free will. <laughs> Who is this character? I, I don't even. She's uh, Ravona was the, the other judge. the other agent, correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the judge. Yeah, where she the one that like, was also a teacher, and yeah, that we yeah. didn't get the explanation for. Yes. What are you doing in my office? Yeah. Uh, bro, now I'm even more pissed off. Where do you think she's going, man? Eric. Christian is exactly how I felt <laughs> about the season finale of Falcon Winter Soldier. It's just like right now, it's exactly how I felt. It's annoying, dude. The TV form. Uh, this is very much a TV show. Eric, where do we think yes. she went to go? Uh, she went off and did cool, who knows what. I don't really care. Oh, uh, you don't care at all. She's okay. going to go deal with Kang because her comic character has stuff with Kang. And, um, we'll see how it goes. I, I don't really. She was the least interesting part of the show for me. It was just, man, I'm the judge. Man. That's that's all I got from her. So, cool. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Christian, you don't care? Dude, I, I mean, I don't care either. Honestly, okay. like, okay. her subplot was, like, very... It just came out of nowhere, out of left field. It wasn't set up, prop, like, in a good way that I found, like, resonant or, like, for me to be, like, emotionally involved with somehow. It was just there, and I was like, okay, this is the thing we're doing. Sure, I guess I'll see more of this in season two. Have to keep... Stay tuned to the the content. Uh-huh. You want to write this down because I got another thing for you. Oh no! Why do you have a pre- Why do you have a prediction for this? Well, it ties into the whole prediction for Kang. I think she went to go help out Kang, and I think That's what I just said. Well, let me fucking finish. I think you know how uh, he who remains said, "Like this is just going to happen all over again." I think that's where he's wrong. She's going to be the one thing that fucks up the whole thing. And Kang is 
the one who reigns supreme. What is the prediction here again? I think that uh, he who remains is wrong, and it's not going to turn out the way that he says it is going to turn out, where it's just going to repeat itself. That is not a prediction. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not a prediction. I think, I think she's going to be the one outlier. Not outlier. What's the word I'm looking for? The one where that fucks up the whole thing. Really? That character is going to fuck up everything? Yeah, I think she's going to help uh, Kane the Conqueror. Okay, all right. Let's just continue. Let's move Yeah, because if I say that's what... I, I just said she's going to go help out Kane the Conqueror. Yeah, but again, I, I'm adding to it. I'm, I'm thinking, like, uh, it's not going to become the whole thing all over again, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, what, I'm with what, you for both of these. Like, they're fun to hear you. And then this one, I just couldn't do it. I could do it. Okay. I deleted I think, it. That's fair. That's I think fair. there's nothing wrong. I forgot to mention this earlier. I don't think, like TV, there's nothing wrong with a cliffhanger. So the fact that the show ends with a cliffhanger, I don't think there's anything specifically wrong about it. But like going back into what Christian said, it'd been nice if the show had some form of identity. Like mm-hmm. this show was just a plot. It's just a plot cliffhanger. Um, something like that. Had um, And it's we're in a new situation right now. I like cliffhangers. I think they're cool. They keep you interested going on. I assure you probably Loki season two premiere is probably going to be the most watched premiere that week or something because people are going to be interested. People like Loki. That's probably why we have a season two of this. Like Loki is arguably probably right under the big three is the most popular MCU character. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Yeah, because like, like for WandaVision, for example, that post-credits sequence is entirely a cliffhanger and that is a setup for another movie but that isn't like it doesn't that's like the cherry on top whereas Mm. like the actual show is the the whole dessert i don't know this analogy is getting away from me but you know what i'm saying i I get what you're saying yeah yeah i agree do you have anything else before we close out the show me anybody yeah i have one last thing yeah yeah um i Sad to say, sad to announce, and I think I tweeted that, this out um, last week as well. I just don't care for the Marvel TV shows. I said it. Okay. I, I had been feeling it for a while, and you know what? They're not as good as the movies. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, yeah, there's nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I think TV shows are where these characters can shine, though, for some of them, especially with the week-to-week basis. Like, it was really nice to see uh, Sam week-to-week. Uh, deal with all the struggle, everything going on. Um, and like WandaVision week to week, it was fun. So it was fun tuning and watching. It was water cooler time. It was fun to have that. I think that's where it shined the most. It's like, hey, did you get what the hell is happening? And we have our weekly, you know, what, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? And so I think TV is an excellent format, but I, I do agree with Christian. Films, I think, are where. My loyalties lie in anything, really. I much prefer films. Um, so I'm glad this. Ex- I'm glad that TV shows exist because they are getting. You know, people are getting work. First off, yes. <laughs> um, uh, people are getting to tell cool stories. We probably wouldn't have been able to get these stories in a film. So I think that's neat. And look, now people are getting super popular. Elizabeth Olsen. People want Elizabeth Olsen now because they said, "Hey, look, this TV show. She could do it." Um, Anthony Mackie has now become, you know, a worldwide superstar. Rightly so. Like, Falcon Winter Soldier did a lot of things for a lot of people. And I, I think that's... I think, like we talked about earlier, how if we rank these shows, I think it's impossible to. Because they both serve 
different purposes. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, I I completely agree with you, Christian. I think your your um, opinion is valid there. I I can see why the TV shows would be cumbersome. Um, cumbersome, probably not the right word there, but uh, I can see why they'd be a bit of a letdown when it comes to the films. Um, I st- so. I still can't believe Don Cheadle got uh, an Emmy nomination. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> I have one more question. I'm sorry, Eric. Did I cut you off? Did you? Have oh no! Questions? I was just gonna say, are we gonna rank the three shows? Our personal ranking no, of the three shows? No, we're not gonna rank it. We all know okay. what's on top. Wandavision, baby. You know what? I even though I would have the argument ready to go for Falcon Winter Soldier, I already know it'd be. It'd be yeah. You guys would say Wandavision, and that that's okay. I think Wandavision's story. I'm not gonna get in deep too deep into this. I think Wandavision's story was a better story than what we saw, like, the clusterfuck that was Captain... I'm sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, that storyline with the... Like, it was... There was way too many things happening in that storyline for it to just be, what, six episodes? Yeah. So, I... Well, like so we've also talked about, COVID played a big part in that. Um, no, but it didn't. Right. No, it, it didn't. Kevin Feige I said... Mean, it did, didn't it? No, Kevin Feige said there was only one thing that they changed, and it wasn't the whole part of the story. I think he said it was just the finale that there was one thing that they changed. I thought there was supposed to be like a plague sub uh, sub story. No, uh, he said that was show. false. Okay, either way. Um, I mean, I love Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm just really bad, sad how they just threw Bucky out of the way. So, but that that was just my problems with it. So, um. Who's the villain of this story? Of this story? Of Loki. Is it the TVA or is it... There's so many. I mean, you could make the argument for, like, Sylvie's, like, quest for revenge. It ends up being, I guess, a villain. Say Kang is a villain because he was there the whole time. The TVA is a villain. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Right. I don't know. This okay. is what I'm saying. It's not. It's not clear. Okay. All right. Fine. God. Um. All right, guys. So let's do some well, plugs. Well, I, right, right, right. Actually, I, I want to hear Eric's personal rankings of the show. I don't think I've I've, seen, I've heard them. Uh, they the would shows. go. Um, so here's the one thing. number one. Because the problem I run into is like I love Falcon and Winter Soldier up until the finale. But the first episode of Loki is my favorite MCU episode they've done. Um, and episode six was really good. Okay, I would have to probably, now that I think, thought about it, uh, <laughs> you know, in those five seconds. WandaVision, then I will go Falcon Water Soldier, then Loki. Even though I think Loki has better highs for me personally than Falcon Winter Soldier, I think Falcon Winter Soldier was a better show week to week. Okay. Um, just to butt in here, I have here from CBR.com, Marvel's uh, Kevin Feige says the pandemic only twisted one Phase 4 element, which was um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character. Ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. That's it. I'm glad that she introduced in Falcon Winter Soldier and not Black Widow, because that would have been weird. I, I actually really enjoyed that as well. Yes, I... I Yes, I because after like that whole episode that we dealt with uh, with her character in Falcon Winter Soldier and Black Widow, I was like, oh, this makes sense that she would be acting this way 
Rather, you know, we have this super intense moment and then this goofy person mm-hmm. comes in and does this stuff. So I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Let's close out the show. Let's do some plugs. Christian, where can people find you? You can follow me at ISO Christian for, oh, I'm making my stream return this week. Yeah. Um, replaying Metal Gear Solid 1 for the first time since I was a kid. I like remember like nothing about it except for Psycho Mantis. So that'll be fun to, to re-experience for the first time. I also do a movie podcast called Large Popcorn. Uh, I just did an episode with Emmett Watkins Jr., which is really good. We finally did the first rom-com of the, the podcast, which is a great time. And we got Cam Hawkins coming on the show uh, next week to talk about Toy Story and why it's... I knew uh, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's like, let's do a Pixar movie. I was like, you know, let's do Toy Story. I know you like it. We're also doing the Green Knight review this week, so that'll be a good yeah. time. Didn't we do Toy Story? No, no we you did have Tron. Tron. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my apologies. I'm, I was thinking I did wow. it. I, no, I did it with I did it with um, Griffin. With a uh, Griffin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, wow. Um, you also have a guest appear, well, guest host appearance on one podcast. What's what's that happening? When's what's going on there? I do. Yeah, aren't you ho- this guest hosting? So many aren't you guest hosting PXN? Going on. Oh yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm a ho- I'm one of the co-hosts on podcast PXN. It's my first time like officially hosting the show since first for the first time since I started. So yeah, this week I'll be. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I'm hosting PXN live on Wednesday at yeah. 5 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, we'll be talking about the latest and greatest video game news. Okay, cool. Eric, where can people find you? Hi, you can find me at Eric Seekin on Twitter. Um, I have been churning through some PS5 games, my friends. I've oh, been yeah? really uh, my my video game love has come back. So listen, just starting up take... Ratchet tonight here in like an hour. So I'm very excited for that. Um, so no, it's fun. I am. What was I going to say? Uh, the Olympics are going on right now. So yay, sports. I like sports. U.S. basketball looking trash over there. Speaking of the U.S., man. Semifinals, Gold Cup, USA, baby. Let's beat Qatar. Let's go. Okay. This man <laughs> brings up the Olympics for a plug. For no reason. For a plug. Like, but okay. Like All right. Sports, man. Okay. Just go watch the Olympics. Go support your country. It's whatever it is, man. <laughs> What I'm can gonna... you plug? Oh, I'm playing PS5 in the... <laughs> and I'm watching the Olympics. Okay, all right, cool. I'm going to be bl- completely blunt with you. I don't care for the Olympics. You'll care when it comes to Los Angeles in 2028. No, why would I care? This will be on home home soil, man. Why would I care? Just I, don't, I don't live in LA. Ruben. When the World Cup comes to the United States and they inevitably do a, a game on the East Coast, I'll go and we'll watch a game together. Sure. All right, fine. I'll go by myself. No, I'll go. I said, sure. That's not a problem, but it's just, you know, like. I'm going to get my sports show on this channel sooner or later. How much are those tickets, though? Well, the World Cup? Yeah. You better just start saving now. I mean, Christian, <laughs> you invited me, so you're. I guess you're paying for these tickets, or... Yeah, I get, listen. I got gas. We'll come up I, with a payment plan. Okay, I, I can drive. That's all I'm saying. I gotta fly there. <laughs> no, I'm saying I can drive us both to the game. 
Oh yeah, you got room and board, Ruben. There's no way out of this one. Well, I yeah. don't know about room and board. I live at home Some with my parents. I don't, I don't know about that. Oh, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Ruben. Mr. Hola. and Mrs. Ruben. <laughs> What's up, Ruben, Ruben? Okay. I don't want to I don't want to dox your last name. I guess we say it on the show. Great. Yeah, we do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me here in about an hour playing Skyward Sword. I'm not calling this a Legend of Zelda game because ish. Um, Skyward Sword, you know, um, you can find me here this whole week doing podcasts, doing stuff and Sunday, 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 one year anniversary. Come on, let's get it. Um, guys, I have one last question for you. Is he who remains just a variant of Mephisto?